Hello, and thank you for turning in to the Keystone Schools podcast, Keystone Unplugged. This podcast will have multiple Keystone staff members hosting each episode and provide you, our Keystone student and families, with valuable information on resources to help you with your educational journey. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy. This week's topic on Keystone Unplugged is a teacher roundtable hosted by student success advisors, Natalie Bond, and myself, Bridget Blosser, as well as our amazing, amazing teachers, Mrs. Heather Jones, who is our third and fourth grade support teacher in the elementary program, Mr. Joss Bastinello, who is our science teacher in the middle school program, and Mrs. Liz Purcell, who is our English teacher in the high school program. Over the next 20 minutes, we're going to have a group discussion about various topics that our students have for our teachers and get their direct feedback. So to start our conversation today, we want to first ask our teachers for their suggestions for our students and support persons who have just started their courses and they're not sure how to begin or maybe they're feeling a little bit overwhelmed when they're first logging in and looking at everything that they have to do for the year. So to begin, Heather, for elementary families, what suggestions do you have as they get started? Hi, Natalie, that's a great question. For the K through, for the K through five students, the biggest and best suggestion for a successful start to courses would be to have a dedicated space, time, and person to help the student. Establishing a solid routine at the beginning of the program is extremely beneficial to starting strong and finishing strong. Make sure to attend the orientation webinars and reach out to the support teacher and student success advisor for the student's grade if you have any questions about getting started or establishing a routine. Make sure to start small, attainable goals that will ultimately help you reach your large goal for the year. Well, those are some excellent ideas. I know that many of the learning coaches in our elementary program work hard to establish a consistent routine with their students. And these are great tips for families that are having difficulties or are looking for some new suggestions. So Josh, what uh, ideas do you have for a prospective middle school student? Uh, sure. For middle schoolers, my first suggestion is to develop a schedule and a timeline for working on assignments. Our courses contain a downloadable pacing guide. So students, they enter in the date for when they are to start and the date they would like to finish by, and then a schedule is generated to let them know which assignments to work on each day. Uh, my second suggestion is to work the content in order. Some students may be tempted to delay working on an assignment that requires more work and to move on from there, but much of the content builds on itself. So it's much better for learning outcomes to work it in order. Uh, I've had students do this and then they get to the end of the course and they still have the longest assignments to complete. So going in order also makes it a little less stressful at the end of the course as well. 
You're so right. I know from the student success advisor side of things, we often see students who struggle at the end of the courses because they've gone through and done all of their quizzes first, and then they burn themselves out trying to finish all of the big projects and essays and the larger assignments at the end of the year. It might not seem like a big deal at first when you're going through doing the quizzes real quick, but boy, can it get rough when you're looking at a paper and projects with no small assignments in sight. Uh, so, Liz, how about you? Do you have anything uh, from your experience with the high school students you'd like to add? Hi, Natalie. Uh, thanks for asking. Uh, I agree with Josh about schedules being really great for staying on track uh, for high school or any grade, really. Online school can be very intimidating, very confusing, especially if you've never been in an online school. Um, you log in, you see hundreds of pages of lessons, multiple assignments, discussions. They're all thrown at you at once. So think of it this way. You walk in your first day of school at a brick and mortar school. You sit down at your desk, the teacher piles papers, books, questions, PowerPoints, and a cell phone full of recordings of all the lessons and tells you, this is all the work you have to do for the year. That's really overwhelming. So um, that's what our students are seeing, everything they have to get through for the whole year. So students will work at their own pace, uh, but where in a brick and mortar school, students go lesson by lesson and little by little. Um, we're different in that we provide all the materials and lessons at once so the students can access what they need when they need it. So it's going to be really important to take a minute and just breathe. It looks like a lot of work, and it is, but it's no more work than you'd have at another school. Um, and, you know, we know you can do it because you're a great student. So just stick to the schedule. Try to be flexible here and there for anything unexpected that might come up in your life. Um, avoid skipping around. Don't be afraid to reach out for help when you're stuck. You know, the teachers are there for you on the teacher link. Uh, student success advisors are there for you. Tech support, student support, guidance, the whole school. We're all there to support you and your success at Keystone. Wow, what an awesome way to wrap up this topic. It definitely can feel overwhelming for students when they first log in. And it's a conversation that we have a lot in our webinars uh, as student success advisors with those students who are coming to us for the first time uh, feeling overwhelmed as they begin. Breaking it down into much smaller pieces can help it feel a lot less overwhelming for you. And if, like you said, if you're ever having difficulties with creating a schedule, you can always come to us uh, as student success advisors for help creating a schedule or adjusting your schedule if you already have one and you need some help with that. Awesome. So transitioning to our next topic here is that what do you as teachers recommend for students who are struggling with specific pieces of content? We know we've all been there when you hit a topic that no matter how many times we look at it, it just doesn't click. I'm sure there may, be, may even be some listeners today who are dealing with this very thing. Heather, do you have any thoughts for our elementary families? Thanks, Bridget. Um, I do. When a student is struggling with pieces of the content, it's often beneficial to take a step away from the material to regroup, refocus, and try again. If this is not a helpful approach, it's important that the student reach out to the student success advisor or the support teacher for some tips on how to work through that difficult content. That's a great suggestion. I know that we often discuss the Pomodoro technique as student success advisors. It's one of our favorite words to use with kids uh, to help students make sure that they're taking regular breaks. You know, you work for 20 minutes and then you take a five minute break um, and making sure that you are taking those regular breaks um, so that it doesn't get frustrating to sit on a topic and not feel any progress. Uh, so making sure you walk away and ask for help can be very beneficial. 
Uh, Josh, do you have any other suggestions, especially looking up towards middle school now? Of course. Um, for students that are struggling, my best advice is to contact the teacher link. Uh, students have access to all their core subject teachers from 9 to 5 Eastern daily. Uh, they can either email or call us, and we are there to help. Uh, if it's after the live teacher hours, students can always email us, and then we'll get back to them as soon as possible, usually, well, the next business day, of course. Absolutely. Uh, the teacher link is such a great resource. I know that some students may find it intimidating to call in, but we hope that after hearing us all chat today, uh, that you uh, warm up to us and realize that we're all just here to help and we're not super scary. Uh, and we're just here to assist you guys with your courses and answer any questions that you have. Uh, additionally, you can always email too, if calling feels too intimidating. Uh, and Liz, do you have any further suggestions? Thanks, Bridget. Oh, absolutely. Call or email us on the teacher link. Uh, we're very happy to help. And again, just like, you know, Bridget said, email if calling is too intimidating. Um, I know sometimes calling can be very scary, especially, you know, Josh deals with that on the middle school. Um, and, and a 12-year-old trying to call their teacher and you've never seen them, you know, it's it, it definitely can be scary. But, you know, call or email us and we're happy to help you. Uh, there's also a few things you can do on your own that, that will help you with specific topics if you'd prefer. Um, when you're struggling, I know it sounds super old school, but try taking notes. Like really, pencil and paper physical notes. The action of writing notes down is proven to help retain information, improve understanding, and make better connections. There's been many studies done, um, including one done by the Association for Psychological Science, and they found that writing with pencil and paper allows your brain to make that motor connection between what you're writing and what you're understanding. Your hands know the shape of the letters you're writing, and then your brain understands the movement and then the content you're writing better. Um, it doesn't work as well with taking notes on laptop, computer, or mobile devices, but you're more prone because you're more prone to type um, more than what you need, or you're going to copy and paste. But if you do prefer typing on a laptop, at least try to take notes. I do still suggest taking notes, but if you can do pencil and paper, do that. Um, other things you can consider would be going back and reviewing a lesson, parts of a lesson, um, checking vocabulary, looking up words you may not be familiar with, checking over any additional resources your teacher may have included in the course. Some teachers will mention things also like the Purdue Online Writing Lab or the OWL, uh, Grammarly, PBS, Crash Course Kids, ABCYA for the younger group, uh, things like that. These resources aren't a substitute for the lessons, uh, but they're more like a supplement. If you need additional help with multiplication, for example, do a few of the games on ABCYA. If you need some help on understanding a history project, Read a few extra articles on PBS or PBS Kids. Um, of course, we can't say enough. Call or email us on the teacher link. Honestly, we are there to help you. We've improved our ways of being available to you when you need it over the past few years. We're right there when the email chimes during our normal business hours. Uh, they're 9 to 5 Eastern for middle school and 9 to 8 Eastern for the high school. These are all excellent. Uh, on the topic of resources for the younger grades, I know in the elementary student application, there are teacher curated links there for you to use additionally for uh, resources and support. But again, we just really want to highlight that reaching out to your teachers is always the best option. They are here to help and can provide insight into the courses from an expert's perspective. They are the ones helping and teaching those courses. Uh, so making sure to reach out is super important. Yeah, it definitely is. So 
uh, tying in with our next topic, it's definitely geared more towards students who have made it further into their courses. They're not just right at the beginning. And maybe uh, now they've hit a wall, whether it's in their mid-year rut or they're just feeling a little bit burnt out as they're working through their classes. Uh, are there any suggestions that you have as teachers for students who have found themselves at this impasse? So Heather, would you like to go first? Thank you, Natalie. Yeah. So remembering your goals, what did you set out um, for yourself at the very beginning? Um, remember those goals, continue to work for those goals, and remember your overall goal. Working on those smaller goals to reach that big goal is super important. Um, and then what can your learning coach, your student success advisor, or the support teacher do to help you reach that goal? Um, when was the last time you had a break? If it's been a few minutes, if it's been more than 20 minutes, certainly stop and take a break. Um, and if you need a longer break than that five minute break, stop and take a few days and regroup and, and get, regain some momentum. Um, so definitely take some time to refresh and recharge to regain that momentum. That's great. I know uh, from our point of view as a student success advisor, we get a lot of students who think they have to work, you know, every day. And if they take a day off, then, you know, they're they're failing in that way, but they're not being productive in the time that they are working. So definitely, you know, taking those breaks and then celebrating what you have achieved in order to reevaluate your, re your goals regularly is very important. Josh, are there other ways that you can suggest? Uh, well, I mean, I would just reiterate, you know, what Heather said and what you said as well. Uh, big thing is just take a break, whether it's one hour or one day, uh, do something that you enjoy that isn't related to school that will help uh, alleviate some of that stress. And like you said, and um, just make you feel better. Uh, you could also talk to someone about the struggles that you're having. That also helps as well. Um, it just makes you feel a lot better by verbalizing your difficulties and, and having someone listen to you and, and, and that kind of thing. So it could be a parent, a friend, whatever. Um, and then lastly, just celebrate when you do complete a particularly difficult assignment. You could have a favorite treat or play a game with a friend or, you know, whatever else that, that makes you happy. Great. I see that taking a break is something that we've all discussed before, uh, but that's because it's that important. Whether it's five minutes or taking half a day or a whole day, making sure to evaluate your needs is, is very, very important. Liz, would you like to wrap up the topic? Sure, sure. And, you know, Josh, you hit the nail right on the head. You know, if you're stressing about things, sometimes talking to somebody will help you figure things out. Uh, so if you're in a rut, ask yourself why you're in a rut. We can't solve an issue until we know why we have that issue. Are you stressed? Are you bored? Are you doing too much? Not seeing improvement? Are you tired? Are you ill? You know, what's bothering you is going to be a big factor in how to solve the issue and jump right out of that rut. If you're tired of the same routine, shake it up. Change the order you do things in if you're able to. Um, if you're bored by what you're learning, think about how you can connect it to your life so it's more relatable and makes more sense. Like, for example, uh, we read Romeo and Juliet in high school. A lot of people do. Um, have you maybe seen or read any adaptations on it, like Romeo and Juliet or Twilight? You know, now you have that interesting connection and can make comparisons as you go. If you're stressed out or you're doing too much, walk away. We keep saying, take a break, take a break. And it sounds counterproductive, but as Natalie said, if you're not being productive while you're working, you need to step back and come back to it later. Um, Josh also said, go outside. Um, you could also maybe read a magazine, make a meal with a family, something that takes your mind off of that work. 
And of course, if you're feeling tired or ill, you need to rest. Even a 15 minute mini nap can do wonders for your brain. Trust me on that. (laughs) I know that I'm definitely fond of mini naps, especially when I'm feeling stressed, being able to walk away for 15 minutes, even just to to walk away and take a quick nap and come back to it. Things seem much clearer when I hop back into things then. They really do, yeah. yeah. The student success advisors are big proponents of those mini naps. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Our final topic of the day is probably one that's very close to all of our teachers here today. Uh, And that is how can students best utilize their teachers and support teachers in the elementary program? as well as the other resources that we have here at Keystone. Um, Heather, would you like to start? Thank you, Bridget. Um, I would say that we need to make sure that we're checking our emails and announcements on a daily basis. Your support teacher for the K-5 program will post announcements periodically to inform you of updates or events that pertain to you. Be sure to use the email feature in your online school to reach out to your support teacher for assistance when you and your learning coach are struggling or just need reassurance. Other resources that are provided by the Stride K-12 Keystone should be utilized as lessons indicate. Remember to start online and finish online. Your offline work will happen throughout the lessons as indicated. I know that the start online, finish online is something I've heard with the elementary program since I've started working here and working with it. Uh, And it's such a great piece of advice. Uh, Josh, do you have anything from a middle school perspective? Of course, Uh, as I mentioned before, the teacher link is such a useful tool. Uh, Don't be afraid to contact your teachers. We love hearing from our students. Uh, There's also plenty of resources within your course website as well. Check your grades and your progress every once in a while. Seeing how many assignments you have left and how many you have already completed can help provide some motivation on days when you may need an extra boost. Also read the feedback we give you on assignments. We may tell you what you can improve on for future assignments, but we also tell you what you are doing well and congratulate you on a job well done. Lastly, check out the resources section in the course content on the website. There you'll find plenty of helpful information, including a syllabus, teacher contact information, academic integrity information, a list of all graded assignments, and that pacing guide that I also referred to earlier. That's such a great point, Josh. Uh, The teacher feedback is such a great tool for our middle and high school students to use. Being able to see what you did well and what you need to improve on is super important you're learning and getting all of that feedback and utilizing it in future pieces makes the work so much easier. Uh, And to wrap up, Liz, uh, what are your thoughts? Are there additional ways to utilize our teachers and staff here at Keystone? Oh my gosh, are there ever. Um, I can't say enough about the teacher link, mostly because that's my job. Uh, But if you have a question about course content, please reach out to us. Josh says we love hearing from our students. We absolutely do. Uh, There's certain students that call me almost every day and say, hey, how are you, Mrs. Purcell? And I say, hey, how are you doing? You know, how was your vacation? Things like that. Um, So we're happy to talk to you always. Uh, We can help you find something. We can answer questions, explain your grade, anything that's related to that subject we can help you with, or we can find what you need and get back to you. Uh, We also have um, different sources that are related to your courses and related to the school overall. We have an online library, the Gale Research Library for research. We have a writing guide to help you with writing and formatting. 
you know, if you're struggling with how to find assignments, how to navigate a course, uh, where to submit things, or, you know, help with scheduling or motivation, uh, we have a s'more page with student application login help, uh, has orientations, there's newsletters. Our student success advisors are simply amazing. They make this whole school run the way it should. Um, they'll help you individually if you need it. Uh, we have webinars routinely, Keystone support help. Uh, there's a support tab in every course. There's our Live Well Learning Collective page. Uh, it helps with balancing your work and finding the right person to speak to. Um, that's where our podcasts are kept. And we have student and tech support if you have any issues or questions about payments or you need help troubleshooting. We have our guidance department for transcripts, uh, course selection help, a tallow page for those who are college bound. Uh, there's just so much help out there. We're a whole running school. Uh, you call or email the wrong department even, we'll get you the right one. If you call a teacher link for English and ask for science, I'll help you get there. So just call or email. We're, we're there to help you. Absolutely. I know that we've mentioned it many times, but the teacher link really is one of those resources that's worth repeating over and over again. And it's something that you should really utilize. Even if you think it's a small or trivial thing, getting that confirmation and information directly from our teachers is important. Uh, and thank you for calling out all of the other teams that are here to help. We really do all work together to make sure that we're giving our students the best possible education. Uh, and to close things up for today, I'd like to end with a quote from William Arthur Ward, uh, a 20th century American author. Teaching is more than imparting knowledge. It's inspiring change. Learning is more than absorbing facts. It is acquiring understanding. And I want to thank our teachers here today. Uh, this online education is one that's changed rapidly in recent years. And you're here supporting and inspiring and promoting students to be the best that they can be. Uh, and working with you really lets you see how amazing and important you all are towards the education of our kids. Uh, oh, thanks. Thank you. You guys are pretty amazing too. I'm glad to be working with you. So thank you so much to Mrs. Heather Jones in elementary, Mr. Josh Bastinello in middle school, and Mrs. Liz Purcell for joining us this week on Keystone Unplugged, the Keystone Schools podcast series. We want to thank you all so much for joining us this week and make sure to like, rate, subscribe, and review this podcast to continue your live while learning journey with us, the Keystone School.